Happy Monday morning, folks. It's Monday, which means it's an all-new episode of the Unemployed Guys podcast. And on today's show, Sean and myself, we are talking about that Bears victory yesterday against the Giants. Bears win 17-13. to We're going to give our thoughts, our reactions. We are going to give our ideas where we think this season needs to go from here on out. And then at the end of the episode, we're going to try to talk about some movies. There haven't been a lot this year, but we are going to give it our best shot and talk about some flicks for you all. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Unemployed Guys podcast. My name is Luke Chaconis, and I'm joined by my best friend in the whole world, Sean Young. <laughs> Say it. We're laughing because Say it. we're laughing, ladies and gentlemen, our lovely listeners, because right before we start every show, Sean and I do either a texting bit of a rundown or we'll just talk before we start recording. Oh, I will talk about this story, this story, this story. And um, and on this episode, we're going to be recapping this Bears win against the Giants, final 17-13. We just watched that game go final and full disclosure recording on a Sunday afternoon right after the game wrapped up. But moving away from football, uh, Sean then asked me, hey, just how you been? How you doing? How's it going? I said, good, good, good. I asked Sean how he's doing, how's his job going, how everything's going. He says, good, good, good. And right as we're about to record, I decided to include Sean. And now all of you in on the fact that my name's Luke Chaconis, and I have a hemorrhoid. <laughs> it's on my ass. <laughs> and as opposed Wait. to being somewhere else, I don't know yeah, where, where would, it could be. I've got um, a hemorrhoid of the mouth. Mouth. I actually, do you know what the worst part is? I do have a canker for it too. I bit, oh my. I bit the left uh, cheek the other day at work. My not my butt. I I, I bit my left butt cheek at work I'm, the other day. Jesus, well, what, yeah, it's what is wrong with you? Down there for me. Uh, yeah, I got a hemorrhoid. It's not very fun. <laughs> I mean, it's not honestly. It's not the worst thing in the world. Like, I'm not. I'm not in any pain. It's just kind of uncomfortable. It's like yeah. No. It's like there's a marble-sized zit on my taint. Yeah. And I can't do anything about it other than no. I mean, it's just you know. I could go into the gory details of what you have to do to try to get rid of a hemorrhoid, but I don't know if that's what our listeners want to hear on a Monday morning as they're starting off their work week. Uh, well, but, uh, I mean, let's just hope they're listening to it on the way to work and not, like, mm-hmm. during lunch. So Yeah. You know. uh, or, maybe, or maybe. Who knows? Maybe, maybe we've or got maybe. some kinky freaks out there. I don't know. But maybe. Yeah. maybe. My name's Luke Chaconis. I have a hemorrhoid. And, uh, boy, now I can say my life is complete. Having a hemorrhoid at 25. Do you feel? Do you feel, like, a little weight off your chest? I think, <laughs> uh, no, uh, I, I wish I didn't have one. But All the weight is just down in your bum now? Yeah, it's on my bunghole. So the funny yeah. thing is, when you, when I, cause I'd never, I didn't know much about them. Right. So I started researching how to even get a hemorrhoid. Like, and at first I was like, good God, like, am I not wiping well enough? I like to think I'm a pretty good wiper. How did this happen to me? How did it, but how did this thing get here? I didn't invite it. It's not like it was invited over for like a Sunday football watch along. It just rudely barged in the front door like Kimmy Gibbler. There's a Kimmy Gibbler sized zit on my butthole, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Well, but uh, I, I hope then it's I was not gibbling too much. And it's because, it's because if, you, uh, if you strain too much, while defecating, so oh, so so, I guess I need to work. On that. Yeah, I, I, I never thought that was an issue. You know, uh, I knew you were like a semi-stressful person. You know, you you've mm-hmm. you've had some maybe like heart issues in your family. You know, stressful, and mm-hmm. but I I didn't think the stress would be coming from the toilet. From there, yeah. <laughs> that if anything, that should be a relaxing time. Right. 
but I well, guess I... you take care of yourself, okay? Because, yeah, you know? I guess so. I'll have a report next week. Hopefully the hemorrhoid's gone. If it's not gone by this time next week, I'm going to the doctor. And then we're going to hope it's not anything serious. But uh... Gosh. It's like that one friend you invite over, like, once mm -hmm. for a Sunday, like, for two hours. And then, like, they call you every other day. And they're like, hey, let's hang out again. <laughs> and you're just like, no. Not today. Please go away. Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. I don't like you. Mom. You're 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 bulbous you're... and pussy. <laughs> yeah, so it's just uh, we, we only on the unemployed guys do we talk about football, movies, and hemorrhoids. So yeah, enjoy well. that, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, you know what? Uh, speaking of you know stress and straining, what made me feel a bit stressed and strained was watching this Bears game today. I don't know about you. I'm trying to I'm trying to slowly navigate away yeah. from my from my anus and back yeah. into uh, the anus that was almost this Bears loss, but it wasn't. The Bears. Um, by the grace of God, I suppose, they figured it out. Or maybe just the Giants aren't good. Well, the Giants aren't good. I know that for a fact. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, the Bears win against the New York Giants on Sunday the 20th, 17-13. Sean, what are your initial thoughts? And then we can kind of get into more of a breakdown by, you know, quarters and players and all that good stuff. But just overall thoughts, Sean, what are you thinking after this win? Uh, yeah, um, the Bears are not a good football team. Uh, they're the worst two and O team I have seen in a long time. Um, they don't. They, they didn't deserve each of these wins. Uh, they will finish the season possibly seven and nine, uh, and I believe uh, Nagy will be fired at the end of the season because he hasn't shown anything of making this team better, even though they do have pieces. Um, Trubisky is just. Um, what we always thought he was just, he's a, he's probably a decent backup quarterback. Let's see what else, um, <laughs> Who really else positive here. <laughs> um, I will say David Montgomery is the most underrated running back in the league. Um, he had a, he had a tough, today. yeah, he had a tough injury there in yeah, the did first you quarter. See that? My God. I, I thought, thought for sure. I thought for sure it was something with concussion at first. Well, I thought it was his neck. I thought well, that's, he, I, that's what it was at the. That's what they ultimately. Yeah. Um, they, they, when they took him to the locker room, they said it was something with his neck. But yeah. That's scary. Um. Yeah, uh, Tariq Cohen got a new deal. Um, why? Don't know. Um. It seems. Cordero Patterson hard. is a running back now. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. What it's else? Twenty twenty. Oh. We still can't go outside. What else? What else did I miss? <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, there's a presidential race that I don't care about. <laughs> <laughs> Good, God. Um, Good God, talk about getting hemorrhoids. Let's see. What else happened? Uh, oh, uh, our RBG uh, passed away. Rest in peace. Uh, actually, yeah. That is, that's really sad news. Um, yes. That was actually somebody like, you know, there's uh, uh, people that are still alive that will like remain heroes um for like years and years and years to come yeah, yeah she was one of them oh she gosh lived very, she lived a long fulfilling and and prosperous life would be probably the best way to put it and she fought a yeah, lot of good so. fights fought a lot of good fights even till the very end so definitely um gotta show some respect to her there no doubt about it but um, yeah uh, that's nowhere near on, yeah, uh, the, you know, the the level the that I wanted to get into. But the Bears are not a good football team. Back to that. Yeah. I I don't know. They're just okay, so, so so mediocre. Yeah. Here's the thing. It, they it definitely for being a team that's two and zero. I'm not feeling like hell yeah, Jazz as pumped up as I as I would like to be. Um, 
we talked about last week's game last week. It wasn't great. Fourth quarter was very good. But even at the fourth quarter, the Bears got lucky when Swift dropped that ball in the end zone. That should have been the end of the game. Bears should have mm-hmm. lost. But you know what? Luck was on our side that time, and we got away with the win. This game against the Giants, I'm feeling kind of I, I, in, in, indifferent about it, I guess is the best way to put it, indifferent, that mm-hmm. they came out so strong in the first quarter. They had a really yeah. good first quarter. Really good. And then the rest of the game, they were pretty much, you know, ice cold. So it's just, um, it's just a bit frustrating. And I don't want to, you know, be the, you know, ungrateful asshole who's mad at his team that's two and zero. But I definitely think there's still a lot of, a lot of, a lot of work to be done with this team. And I'm gonna, I have a bit of a hot take right here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this defense is kind of overrated. Yeah, I think so too. I, I don't think they are anywhere close. To the juggernaut defense they were in 2018 mm-hmm. and I think overall this season this defense has been I know they didn't, they didn't really get lit up in this game by the Giants because the final was you know 17-13 but that defense did get lit up last week against the Detroit Lions mm-hmm. granted they they came in strong in the fourth quarter so I'll give them their 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 due there they, they showed up when they needed to and they were strong in the first half of this Giants game but towards the stretch the tail end of the game I mean they couldn't stop the Giants, right. whose quarterback is Daniel Jones. And also, we haven't even mentioned probably the biggest you know, uh, factor in this game or the X factor in this game. Saquon Barkley went out in the first quarter, which yeah. I just saw a headline on ESPN. The Giants fear he tore his ACL. Yeah, so, which is sad. Which is awful. I mean, I think you could 100% make the argument he's the best running back in football. Maybe mm-hmm. it's either him or McCaffrey, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that just that sucks. You don't want, I mean, it, it sucks to lose good talent like – Saquon Barkley, and you know we wish him the best and a speedy recovery. We hope it's not a torn ACL. There's still no official report. That's just kind of what the Giants are eyeing and kind of um, looking it to be right now. So, right. but aside from that, yeah, the defense towards the tail end of the game couldn't stop the Giants, the New York Football Giants, whose starting quarterback is Daniel Jones, whose offensive coordinator is Jason Garrett. Uh, so I mean, it's just it's a little frustrating. Yeah, I mean, again, they got the job done. Eddie um, Eddie Jackson almost mm-hmm. had the pick six uh, pick sick of the game, mm-hmm. but then uh, you know got called back on him for for pi. <laughs> so that was definitely kind of a tale of two plays. But yeah, I don't think they're bad. I just don't think they're nearly as pumped up, dominant, lights out as they were in 2018, or kind of as they have been marketed last year and even this year. Mm-hmm. And I know you can say last year was more of an injury thing because they they pretty much had they didn't have a Keem Hicks pretty much for the entire year. This year you got a you've got a healthy Akeem Hicks, but and you, know, and you got Quinn coming over too. I mean, it's just uh, it's just I don't know. I just haven't been that impressed thus far. And I I'll be honest, I think the best test is going to be next week because if I'm not mistaken, they play the Falcons next week, and Correct. the Falcons have a dynamite offense. I mean, mm-hmm. their defense is atrocious, but they've got an offense that can just go pound for pound. Well, I think some of the best in the NFL. I, I truly believe that. Agreed, on all points. Thank you. There's no argument. The the conversation has ended. <laughs> That's the show. That's it. That's it. Thank you everyone for listening. No, um, so I mean, it's yeah. just yeah, it's just frustrating. I guess uh, again, the first quarter of this Giants game, real good. I will echo your thoughts, Sean. I thought David Montgomery had a hell of a game, especially considering the fact he went out. I think what was it that second quarter after that fall, mm-hmm. and he came back after halftime, had a real strong showing late. Overall, just a really good game for Montgomery. Mitch, I thought, was good in the first quarter, uh, and I thought he was fine the rest of the game. I don't. I know he had the two turnovers, 
that second turnover was mm-hmm. just that was just I think some bad luck there. I think that was a beautiful play by Bradbury mm-hmm. uh, back there at cornerback. Yeah. That's what I think. I think it was an amazing catch. Yeah, I mean it was so. it was incredible. I mean it was it was one of those things, and, and then the first turnover is kind of one of those bounces off a guy, balls live in the air, and they just yeah. you know Giants come down with it. So I mean, I'm not I'm not uh, for me I am not personally right now on the I hate Mitch Trubisky train, and I think he's doing a horrible job. I think again those first three quarters last week in Detroit were abysmal. He came back late, which was great. I think this game overall, I think last week I gave him a B minus. I think I'd probably give him a C plus this week. I don't think mm-hmm. his performance was as good, which is ironic because I think he was better overall this game, but I think he showed up late under pressure more last week. Mm-hmm. And I would have liked to see the Bears in that last, those last three or four minutes go down and get a score. I know Santos went for right. the 50-yarder and he missed uh, left. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Mitch has done an atrocious job. I don't think, at least to the point Mitch, Mitch if you are Mitch, is losing the starting job. I like Nick Foles. I you know, even at a point in time, if Mitch doesn't work out, would like to see Nick Foles kind of take the baton and become the guy for the Bears for at least this season. But as as it stands right now, I'm personally not on the bench Mitch bandwagon, at least not yet. No, uh, I'm more like he – I'm going to give him a C rating um, because he didn't do anything bad. He didn't do anything good, though. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't <laughs> – <laughs> If put in any other quarterback in that situation, and they would either lose the game or win the game easily, you know, like he's just he's just there. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how to describe Mitch Trubisky because I feel like he's not even like a p- playing the game. That's what I feel like. Yeah. He's just a quarterback who's just not really doing his job, but also not like making more than like two bad throws in a row. I don't know. It's hard to describe. Well, I think he's inconsistent. That's his, without, without question. I think that is his biggest Achilles heel right now. And we saw last week, he can't do anything for three quarters and he's Superman in the fourth quarter. And then this week against the giants, he's, you know, lights out in the first quarter. And then the rest of the game, he's not bad, but he's just kind of whatever. Can you imagine a world where Mitch Trubisky has more than one good quarter in a game? Remember that one game, I think it was in 2018, I want to say it was against the Bucks. he threw like six touchdowns or five or six oh, touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I, again, I don't expect, I don't know, even Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson, I don't expect those guys <laughs> to throw six touchdowns a week, let alone Mitch Trubisky. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that's where you should be setting the bar each week, but I just think there is something to be said that we know that he has the capability to be a guy who can, who can be the guy. I, mm-hmm. I, I do believe that. He has that potential within him. It's just last season, these first two games this year, we're just seeing more or less of the same. Again, I think these first two games this season, I think he's a lot better, I guess, than last year. I don't know if the stats would back all that up, but then also it's like, look at who they beat. They beat the Lions, who should have won last week, and then they beat a Giants team that's not great, and they didn't have their best player on the field for pretty much the entire game in Saquon Barkley and their top receiver as well. So yeah. it's just like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, bag on him for being two and zero right now. But it just, it definitely kind of feels like, okay, yeah, you know, I feel, and against any other team in the NFL, maybe there's a good chance we're zero and two right now. Mm-hmm. Or if it, it was against the Packers last week, and 
you know, whoever it might be this week or the Vikings this week, whatever. I, there's, you know, I mean, but then again, you can't. The Bears don't make the schedule. They, that's right. not that's not on them. So I mean, they play the games and they play against the opponents that they're given, and they've won those games. So I mean, I guess we can't, you know, completely knock them. But I do agree that just seems to be like a mojo or a swagger that's kind of missing right now from this Bears team, and they mm-hmm. need to find it quick because next week they're going to play the Falcons. And again, the Falcons don't have a great defense. So maybe the Bears' offense can really kind of see it through for all four quarters. But on the opposite side of it, the Falcons do have a very good offense. Mm-hmm. And I think this Bears' defense has a lot of issues right now. So yeah. it's going to be interesting. They're like the ultimate bend-don't-break defense. Mm-hmm. But the problem is they they are getting kind of broken. Yeah. So, and then, I mean, turnovers have always been something that has bailed out the Bears' defense. Yeah. And now they're getting some turnovers. But like today, one got called back. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's just it, it. It's like okay, is the ball just not bouncing their way this season so far? Or I mean, I, I got to give credit to like the Lions' offense too, because like they have some weapons on the Lions' offense. So you know, and you know, again, I'm is. not trying to knock on the Bears, but we got to remember last week. You know, maybe there is something to be said too about this Bears' defense in these games they've won. Last week, the Lions don't have Kenny Galladay. This week, the Giants pretty much had did not have Saquon Barkley for any of the game. Also, so, Sterling Shepard, he yeah. got hurt too. Their so top it's, receiver. It's kind of, you know, I, I'm not trying to. I'm really, I'm not trying to bag on these guys because they're two and zero, and at the end of the day, they're two and zero, and that's how it is. But I think everyone can kind of admit that, yeah, these have been two wins, but they've been wins kind of by the skin of their teeth. Oh yeah. And going I mean, forward. You know, I do think the Bears actually have pretty much for the rest of the season. I think they have a, a rather favorable schedule, but it will come a point in time where we're going to see the Packers and we're going to see the Vikings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those guys in the nerd division and teams like the Packers and the Vikings, they will not play. They will finish games unlike the Lions did last week and the Giants did today. Yeah, we don't we don't face the Vikings until week 10. Mm-hmm. And, like, by that time, I mean – Truthfully, the Bears could be, let's see, three, two, I don't know. They, they, they could easily be like seven and two come week 10. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm and then lose, lose to the Vikings, lose to the Packers twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could easily lose to the Texans. Yeah, and that's like, okay. That was a great start, guys. Well, Good here's, job. Here's the up to the next couple weeks. You get the Falcons next week, then the Colts, then the Buccaneers, Panthers, Rams, Saints, Titans, Vikings. So, I mean, even right there, mm-hmm. that tail end is, I mean, I think the Rams are kind of whatever this year personally, but the Saints, the Titans, the Vikings, mm-hmm. that's a tough week. Now, again, it's Bears just got to, they got to take it week by week, so maybe shaming us for looking so much further down the road, but it, just, it is what it is. I mean, Next week, next week the Falcons. That's not that's not going to be easy. I mean, I know again they don't have a great defense, but damn, that is a, that is a solid offense. And, well, the Bears don't, don't have a good offense. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. Who so knows? It, it's it's all it's all. It could either next week be a real like okay, like that's a good win for the Bears, or it could be like yep, finally after two weeks of kind of luckier or just getting by wins, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. this is where the Bears kind of get put in their place. Got it. Right. Right. So. Well, see, one guy you did mention was Tariq Cohen, who, yes, he did receive a new contract, or excuse me, a contract extension, I should say, 
and I believe his final numbers on that contract were, uh, it's a three-year extension worth $17.25 million. So 17.25 mil. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's an interesting move, to say the least, mainly because this week, in other Bears news, there was a ton of drama surrounding Allen Robinson. Mm-hmm. Allen Robinson has wanted an extension. He has made it very vocal. He wants you know, to be extended by this team. Apparently, at some point, maybe the negotiations or the talks weren't going well because Allen Robinson deleted anything to do with the Bears off his social media. There were then even some reports that he wanted to trade. I heard teams like the Patriots were involved or something like that, but then I heard those reports got completely shut down and were inaccurate. So it just seems a little bit weird that, and in my opinion, I think if we're talking about players who need to be re-signed and which order not resigned, extended, and in which order, mm-hmm. Allen Robinson is the top dog. Then Absolutely. you worry about Tariq Cohen. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's just a little bit interesting that the week, all this drama around a Rob has been going on Tariq Cohen gets an extension and I like Tariq Cohen. I think definitely that kind of Tariq Cohen has different, that Tariq Cohen magic has kind of wore off the last Mm -hmm. couple of seasons. Uh, I still like to have him on the team, but I'm even like, I'm looking at his numbers today. Tariq Cohen in receiving, he was, had a catch for 15 yards and then rushing had five carries for 12 yards. I mean, Cordero Patterson outrushed. Tariq Cohen this week, yeah. so it's like, I just like he's the guy. We're gonna we're gonna worry about Tariq right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't want Tariq to go, but just over Robinson, and obviously you'd assume Robinson's gonna be the bigger deal in terms of years and uh, most definitely financials of it all and dollar signs. But it just seemed a little bit weird. What, what were your thoughts, Sean? Uh, well, there was another receiver that received a uh, extension this week, and it was uh, Woods from uh, the Rams. Oh, Robert um, Woods. Yeah, Robert Woods got an extension too, uh, and uh, I think the thought process of Allen Robinson's crew um, is uh, that he's better than Robert Woods. Like that's not a that shouldn't be an argument. Yeah, and I think his argument is like he should be making more than Robert Woods. Mm-hmm. But I think the Bears were on this like. Like, management was just like, no, you're going to make, like, the same as he is. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So I think there was, there's a there's a riff there. And I think and I remember like, before the game, Nagy said they want Robinson around. They want Robinson to finish absolute, his career in Chicago. I think he, we all want that. <laughs> he He's literally your only offensive, like, power mm-hmm. on that side of the ball. Why are you trying to, like, run him out? Yeah. Or not just... Just give him the money. Just <laughs> do it. Like, yeah. and instead you're going to give that money over to Tariq Cohen, who is maybe a fourth option on that offense. Yeah. Also, you know, the with the play of Jimmy Graham now, like Trubisky seems to put some faith in him, so How he's going to look at today? he's going to look at some more receptions. And well, Tariq Cohen at... is kind of on his way out, but now he's got an but extension. Now he's not. So, yeah. <laughs> now he's here for a while. Also, I'm looking at today, just kind of going back to the actual stats from today's game. Um, and I actually won't fault Mitch here because he threw two good balls to this guy, and I think they both should have been caught. He just kind of dropped them. Anthony Miller, no catches mm-hmm. today after yeah. a huge week last week against the Lions. Has a couple balls thrown to him, targeted three times, and I think he dropped for sure one, and I think he'd make an argument at two. And I think those are just kind of on him. So, you know, may, and maybe there's something, too, to be said with this team right now, and maybe it all kind of comes together with the defense being a little bit overrated, Mitch trying to figure it out to play four good quarters, the offense coming alive and sticking together for four quarters maybe the off-the-field drama, who knows. Maybe all this just kind of translates back to the fact that this all kind of came out of nowhere in terms of a preseason. 
I mean, they were practicing, yeah. but they, they didn't have a chance to, you know, play as one cohesive unit. So, you know, maybe they're maybe they're still kind of just, just getting caught up. I don't want to make excuses, but maybe there's something to that as well. Yeah, I mean, there there definitely could be. Um, I mean, I think we might we we kind of see it around the league too. Like, especially like I think I said this last week. Like defenses, just in general, just feel it looks like they're just like feeling themselves out still. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of defenses around the league are, are still trying to kind of catch it back up with like these offenses that don't take, you know, any, any huddle time between yep. plays. I think maybe um, we need to hopefully see in these next few weeks, you know, maybe while the bears defense are still kind of trying to figure themselves out, which I don't really know why, they would need some time to do that because for the most part, it's a lot of the same guys from the last couple of years. That mm-hmm. defensive core hasn't switched around too much, but, you know, to each their own. Yeah. Maybe they're taking these first few games, and maybe we should be just counting our lucky stars that we were able to pull out these wins against the Lions and the Giants, and maybe in the coming weeks against teams like the Bucks and the Saints and the Titans and the Chargers mm-hmm. or the Rams or whoever it might be, uh, that that's when they show up to play. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean you, we can only can hope, right? Be, yeah, that's all we can do is be positive at this point. I mean, only yeah. time will tell. Now, I will tell you, the Packers look spot on, and I sincerely think, like, this is their Super Bowl year again because their, their defense is, you know, like, when you're young and you're athletic and you're still pretty stupid, mm-hmm. but that also makes you aggressive? Yes. That is the Packers' Uh, like defensive backs right now because they're all young and stupid and aggressive and they remind me of the uh like the jacksonville jaguars a couple years ago when jalen ramsey was still there it reminds me of them Um, that's an an interesting kind of comparison when when they i I remember that jaguars defense and they were just kind of like out of control but like not in a bad way like they were maniacs but they were yeah, I was sorry. I was look, I was while you're saying that, I was kind of just looking at those finals. Uh, that final Packer game was 42-21. They beat up on the Lions. Yeah, that's uh, that's an impressive win. I mean, Aaron Rodgers finally has um, different people that he can like throw to and trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he has an extremely good running game now with Aaron Jones. I would just like Aaron to point Jones out had Aaron Jones, my third pick, and my fantasy team got me 45 points today. 45 points. Nice, nice, and mine he got. My opponent, fifty-two. Oh my god! Sorry, guy. Yeah. Don't worry. I think I, it, I, I can't brag too much. The guys playing this week had uh, Saquon Barkley on his team. So, oh, oh god. Yeah. So the total of that game is going to be one eighty to. Well, right like, now, sixty. Nick Chubb outscored him twenty-six to three to two point eight. So not, uh, not great, not great, not great. But you know what? He also had Chris Godwin out, but I had Michael mm. Thomas out. So it's kind of. Oh, okay. The Godwin, the Godwin Thomas thing is, I think, a wash. But yeah, yeah. him losing Saquon, that that that's that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, uh, I yeah, think you're Packers, the Packers in their run game overall, they just look good. Well, I just think, uh, yeah, I think they're just easy win division wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I think, I mean, how they look right now is is real scary for the rest I, of the league. Also, the 49ers are just injury ridden. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo went out. Uh, Bosa went out. Mostert uh, went out. Yeah, Raheem. Yep. Yep, Raheem. Yeah, so they, they got a... I feel like everyone's getting injured this season. And maybe, it was and a honestly, bad week. Maybe, the, and, but I feel like even last week, too, maybe that is, again, going back to no preseason games. 
Mm-hmm. Who know? Who knows? At, you know how much time each of these teams had to prepare in terms of training camp and you know off season workouts and everything because of the virus and the pandemic. Right. Maybe that was all cut back short. You're assuming. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's been a pretty hellacious start for this 2020 football season in terms of injuries. And knock on wood, and I'm, I really am trying to say and be as positive as I can with this. No COVID injuries, thank God, that we, at least we know of yeah. at this point. All these injuries are just like legitimate football injuries that we see on any given season. So I mean, it mm-hmm. just it just kind of is what it is, and it, it it's it just it's just been so many though, so early on. So many. So I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully everybody can maybe now that we've gotten into the football swing, or all the players have gotten into the football swing of things. Maybe these injuries will take less time. And we can like see like teams at their full potential come end of the season here. It'd you know, be nice. It was, it was funny as I was watching the Bears try to lose this game in the fourth quarter. I was thinking about. It, I was like, damn. I was like, I just could never imagine like right now, at least at least with this team that I'm watching today in week two of the 2020 NFL season. I just can't imagine this Chicago Bears team winning a playoff game, or even making a deep playoff run or even further than having to go to a Super Bowl and compete against a team like the Chiefs or the Ravens right? with like the offensive explosion of a team that those teams are. I mean, I, I, think I, I couldn't, I couldn't watch this Bears. I can't picture in my mind right now it being a fair fight of watching this Bears defense having to contain a Patrick Mahomes offense or a Lamar Jackson offense. Yeah. And even try... forget. And then even forget about that, just in the playoffs. I, even watching this yeah. team, and we're going to see it soon at some point, against a Vikings offense or even the team you just mentioned, that Packers offense. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, it's going to be, you know, again, we're not playing those guys next week, so we got some time. We can figure some stuff out. Let's hope. I mean, that's all they can do. I mean, all we can do is wait and just hope for the best. R- really, that's all we can do. Yeah. So unless a yeah. huge defensive trade happens and – you know, Miles Garrett comes to the Bears for uh, whoever it might be. Like, for Allen Robinson. For, Al- for, for Kevin White. Miles Garrett for Kevin White. The ghost of Kevin White, his exoskeleton. Which is probably less injury-ridden than Kevin White. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. His undead body. Exactly. Never exactly. gets injuries. That's true, that's true. So, well, look, uh, yeah, we just wanted to talk a little bit about the Bears. Next week they're... I believe they're in Atlanta, I want to say. Or they're at Atlanta, I should say. If I'm wrong on that, I don't know. But uh, let's see. Well, it seems I can buy tickets on the NFL app. Should I buy some tickets? Oh, good. Even if, yeah, yeah. Even if let's, it's in Atlanta. Yeah, let's go. Uh, we can sit outside the stadium. Buy $80 tickets. Just oh, sit. Oh, this was in Chicago. I stand, okay. I stand corrected. Atlanta Falcons versus Chicago Bears. Okay. Sunday, September 27th. 1 p.m. Well, are you? Wait. Noon kickoff. No, it is it is in Atlanta. Is it? Absolutely. Well, the NFL app that I say where I'm looking at where it says buy tickets right now, it says Atlanta Falcons versus Chicago Bears. Imagine if. <laughs> imagine mean? if. Why does it say that? That's so misleading. <laughs> honestly, it does not say anything at all about this being in Atlanta. Imagine Chicago. if you buy tickets this on the NFL app via Ticketmaster, which you'll never use Ticketmaster to scan. Way overpriced. Imagine you, you you do that, and you're like, I got tickets to the game, Soldier Field. You get there early to tailgate. Security comes out. Sir, there's no game today. Yeah. What are you doing? No, there's no security person there yeah, because they no know there's there. not a game. <laughs> no one's there. 
You walk in and you're like, yeah, well, it must be COVID. Nobody's here. It would be like those Baker Mayfield commercials and he's the only guy at the stadium. Yeah. So, those are funny commercials, by the way. Which actually reminds me of a story uh, back in high school okay. um, when I was coaching football. Uh, I was, so I, I coached a freshman team and I was going to go uh, watch the sophomore team play. Um, and it was on, it, uh, sophomore games are on Monday nights. Where the freshman games are right before the varsity games on Friday nights. Wait, say that again. Did you say freshman games are Monday nights? Are Friday nights. Friday nights. Sophomore Sorry. games are Monday nights. Oh, okay, gotcha. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it was in, uh, the game was in Eureka, Illinois, because um, at that time they were in the conference that my high school was in. Um, so I, I drove. I drove there. Um, I got there like six ish the game was at i think 7 15 something like that um and i got there and the entire place was was just it was just empty and i was like well that's weird i mean there's definitely like i i know it's monday is there a different eureka that i'm not familiar with yeah well i so i called my dad who was the head football coach yeah and <laughs> and he i said hey where is everybody? And he's like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "It's, it's Monday. I'm, I'm here for the sophomore game." And he's like, "Are you, are you, at the high school?" And I said, "Yes, I'm at Eureka High School." And he said, "Dude, the game is home." <laughs> and how long is it? Was it a drive again from your high school to Eureka? Probably like an hour. <laughs> Good. Well, you made so... it back just in time for kickoff. I... So I was like, okay, I got in my car, went back, lo and behold, there was a game going on. <laughs> That's so funny that your high school was, uh, so you guys, so we did varsity games Friday night in West, at West Chicago, mm -hmm. and then, but JV games were before the varsity games on Friday, and then the freshman games were Saturday morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. That's how, uh, but it, so I, your high school is bigger than mine. So like mm -hmm. we actually had some freshmen playing on the varsity team if they were, if they were good enough. Yeah. So we wanted them to like, you know, be there and, and then they wouldn't play the freshman game before. So it would just I all mean, be on one night. I have no idea how you guys were as a football team, but West Chicago very. Was, was very, very, very bad. I think, oh, we I, were, think we, I think we won two games in the four years I was in high school there. So I'd be willing to bet, even though we were a much bigger school than Pontiac, you guys probably would have beat us in football. Yeah. Yeah, we would have. Just because we were very bad. Were you I in, mean, like, we were, 7A? Uh, we were in AAA. We played for uh, the uh, Toledo Runaways. Okay, that's not... <laughs> we're, mem we're all members of AAA. <laughs> we're all card yeah, bearing members. <laughs> Well, now, now they all are. All the football players are. Oh, yeah. All, all our players uh, were, were trying to get into the MLB. So. Trying to get into, well, that's why we were so bad. We were playing yeah, the yeah. wrong sport. <laughs> playing we, baseball. There would be guys lining up on you know fourth down, and our guys would be walking out there with catcher's mitts and baseball cleats on. They just didn't know what the hell was going on. We got a lot of penalties. People kept beating each other with baseball bats. It's weird. <laughs> turned into like some sort of gang fight based out of California. I don't know what the yeah. hell happened. But it the scores did. ended up being like 3 nothing. 
No, the score is actually a three nothing West Chicago defeat would have been like a welcome sight to see. I'm not kidding when I say a lot of the football scores that would be the final at the end of the game would be like forty five to six, not on the favor of West Chicago. Not on the side yeah. of the West Chicago Wildcats. Oh Wildcats, huh? Wildcats everywhere. Wave your hands up in the air. That's well, that's we better than uh, that's better than Pontiac's mascot. So, what were you guys the hemorrhoids? <laughs> that would have been less offensive. <laughs> oh, oh no! Are are we going somewhere? Uh, are we well, now? I'm now. I need to know. Now I'm just curious. Well, we were the Pontiac Indians. Oh, okay. Well, and we were named after Chief Pontiac. Oh, okay. The town. Yeah. yeah. And we actually had to change our mascot, the look of it, oh, yeah. to fit more like how Chief Pontiac looked. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Well, but that's I mean, still, you know, still that's the thing Indian. we're seeing all over sports right now. I mean, yeah. But it's funny, you know, we see all these, we see all these things changing. What you know, like obviously the the one being the Redskins to now just the Washington Football Team. Right. Um. But then I, when I when you see that, like it is funny that they're still the Cleveland Indians. It's like yeah, it's right. or the Kansas City Chiefs or right. the Atlanta the Atlanta Braves. I'm, I know the Blackhawks were definitely kind of under the spotlight there for a second, but mm-hmm. there's so much I guess rich history that the organization tributes and pays homage to with Chief Blackhawk, which is why yeah. they said they will not be changing the name. Which I think if, if that's if that's what you're going for, that's great. I think that's right. awesome. If you're right. gonna have some jackass walk around in an animated Indian mascot cartoon look at a Cleveland Indians game. I think you're missing the point of trying to respectfully pay homage <laughs> is, but that's a, I guess a different. That's a that's another show. Uh, yeah. So, well, look, let's move away from sports for a bit, and then we'll wrap up this episode. Gladly. Um, we are going to talk a little movies. I've I've actually, Sean, it's been so weird with movies. First of all, a we just mm-hmm. haven't talked a lot of movies on the show lately, just because there's not much to talk about. Like I know, things right? are kind of slowly start opening. Like in terms, like movie theaters are slowly reopening. But just because movie theaters are reopening, a lot of new movies aren't coming out. The biggest one is Tenet, which I still have yet to see. Mm. Um, and I don't know why I haven't seen it, because the trailers, I think, look really good. I'm always down for a Christopher Nolan movie. I never understand 70% of it, but I usually leave going, that's pretty good. <laughs> I didn't get the last two-thirds of it, but yeah, pretty good overall. Um, you didn't get Batman? No, those those are the one exception. I do love those. And, you know, I just couldn't I, understand them. I just couldn't figure it out. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't the, know what's going on. Guy, the clown guy wasn't yeah. good. I thought he just wanted to be a comedian. Right. I, wanted to, I thought he wanted to make people. A, a regular Patch Adams himself. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Who knows? But so, yeah, with Tenet, I haven't seen it, and I want to see it. I just haven't seen it for some reason. I don't know why. And I've had time okay, to go though. see it, but I'm just kind of like, yeah, I don't. Maybe it's because I'm too busy watching Liam Neeson action movies. Oh, maybe, yeah. maybe that's where all my time and energy is going right now. But yeah, I've it takes a lot of energy. Uh, yeah, it is. You know, I'm I'm four out of ten in. So the next one we're gonna be watching is nonstop. Watched Taken Two the other night. Nice. Whoa. Oh, it's like it's not the worst thing in the world. It's just like man, this is unnecessary. That out was of, an unnecessary ninety minutes. <laughs> out of ten stars compared to Taken One. Ooh. Where where would you put it? I mean, yeah, no doubt about it. Taken Two is definitely the crappier of the of the first two Taken movies, and honestly, might even I haven't seen the third one yet, so it might be the worst of all three. But I'd mm. say comparing the first to the second, I'd say Taken Two is probably a maybe a four out of ten, where I think the first Taken is like an eight or a nine. Yeah. 
And those are for only Liam Neeson movies, right? You're not like comparing that to like Shawshank Redemption. Oh, I on I your rating Taken, scale. I think Taken Two and Shawshank are not as different as you might think. Okay. Okay. They're they're both movies. <laughs> and I've written a hundred and twenty page essay on why. A thesis. It's like we're back in college in our film class. My okay, thesis. Now, now we're going. Now we're going to watch, bringing up baby, and write ninety pages on why this is a good movie. And you go, ah, oh, I don't want to do this. Please. But doctor, it's doctor. not. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not. No. And that's but, my argument. That was our argument. Yeah. No, I I think uh, yeah the Liam Neeson watch along has been fun up to this point. As I said last week on the show, it's almost it feels pointless at at this point in the game because I've seen the gray. I know that is his best one by a country mile. But mm-hmm. we have to continue because that's just how the name of the game goes. But kind of bringing it back to just newer movies in general, there really hasn't been a lot of new stuff. I know a few episodes ago we talked about Mulan getting its mm-hmm. release onto Disney Plus. Uh, the one thing I will say about that that's kind of interesting. I still haven't seen the movie and I don't plan to because I just found out. I think it's going to be released for free on Disney Plus sometime in December yeah. of this year. Yep. And I and do want to see it. I think it looks good, but I don't need to pay $30 now to see it. For, uh, on top of your monthly subscription to yeah. Disney Plus. And I will say, I guess the one thing they are doing, which I wasn't aware of, if you buy the 30 if you pay for it now, you pay the $30 now and you watch Mulan, you have that movie at your disposal until you get rid of Disney Plus if and when you ever do that. But even then, so it's like, mm. I want to see it. I don't need to pay $30 now and then have it sitting in my back pocket until I get rid of Disney Plus when I right. can just watch it two or three months from now for free. So kind of right. one of those things. But uh, one movie I did watch not too long ago was The King of Staten Island. I finally got around to seeing that, oh, yeah. the new Pete Davidson comedy. Yeah. And I got to say, I really liked it. I Good. really, really liked it. Are you a fan of like Judd Apatow comedy, Sean? Obviously, his big ones are... Yeah. 40-year-old version and knocked up, but more recently he did Trainwreck, This Is 40, Funny People. I know that's those. This Is 40 and Funny People are a little bit, have been quite um, a few years since they came out, but what what are your thoughts? Um, n- no. Okay. The the early stuff, yeah. I mean, 40-year-old virgin is one of the greatest comedy, comedies of all time, but I, agree. Um, I think people just like copy-paste movies too much if it's their like shtick. And that's that's what Judd Apatow feels like. It well, it worked ten years ago. It's gonna work now. It'll work now. And then they just keep pumping out very Tyler Perry, you know. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Yeah, I mean Tyler Perry definitely kind of has his his niche that that he he knows like he he had it ever. I haven't seen. I don't think I've ever seen a Tyler Perry movie in my life, so I can't really judge them specifically or individually. But just based off like the commercials and the trailers you see. When I see a commercial for a Tyler Perry movie, when it's a Medea goes to the market or whatever, I don't know which ones they are. Medea, Ernest goes to the beach. Ernest doesn't go to the beach. That's how it is. The Medea. Ernest gets buried in sand. <laughs> That's a, Ernest scared stupid. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think I kind of get what you're saying. Judd Apatow, I think, is a lot more creative than a lot of the Tyler Perry movies are. Uh, without, in my opinion, that's not even really a question, but. Mm-hmm. I think one thing I get what you're saying. His kind of his themes are mm-hmm. more or less the same. A lot of slacker characters trying to kind of work their way through something in life. I mean, we yeah. see that four-year-old version. Not that he's necessarily a slacker, but he's a loser. But he's got a bunch of slacker friends. 
Guy's trying to, you know, figure out his sex life. It's awkward because he's older, knocked up. Slacker guy, gets a girl pregnant, has to figure out his way through life to have a kid. You know, it's just kind of, it's one. I think that the tropes kind of go on and on. But I think they work, though. I mean, regardless of what you think, I think they work. And for King of Staten Island, I really liked it. And again, you kind of have Pete Davidson, who's a slacker mm-hmm. character. He's getting over his dad's death and also working through some mental illness things at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was definitely kind of a different take than something we had seen as opposed to a movie like Knocked Up where it's just Seth Rogen likes to get high. And, oh, I'm going to have a baby. i got to try to be a, you know, mature adult now. There was definitely yeah. more family and personal things going on in King of Staten Island for Pete Davidson's character. But overall, I like the movie. It's funny. Good. It's got a lot of heart. Good writing. I laughed out loud a bunch in it. And I would honestly say out of kind of all of Judd Apatow's comedies, this is the ones that he's directed, at least for that matter, this is probably mm-hmm. the, my favorite I've seen since Knocked Up. So that's oh. going back quite a few years. Um, I like Pete Davidson a lot in it. I thought Bill Burr was very good. Marissa Tomei. There's a mm-hmm. couple of other side characters that pop up from time to time. Steve Buscemi's in it. Um, and I dug it. I really dug it. It was interesting to see him tell a story that I know is so close to him personally. Because yeah. as many of us know, his at Pete Davidson's actual father passed away during the events of 9-11. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, his dad also has passed away in a firefighter, in a firefighting, I think, related accident. I don't believe it was 9-11. I think mm. it was just a completely separate uh, incident involving firemen. It wasn't 9/11, but uh, yeah, it was just so. It was, it was interesting to see him do a movie so close to home. And honestly, I don't know if anyone else could have played the character like he did, because a lot of times I didn't really think like, oh, this is Pete Davidson being Daniel Day Lewis acting right here. I was just thinking like, this is Pete Davidson telling a story that he's very, 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 very familiar with. Yeah. Did it? So I mean, obviously, I haven't seen it. Did does it? feel like does it have a more like gritty like yeah i i guess that's the word like gritty feel to it compared to his other films yeah that's what it looks like no i I think i think that's definitely a a fair kind of thing to say there are some i mean all judd apatow comedies and comedies in general in in general kind of have those more serious moments throughout the movie but there are definitely Mm -hmm. quite a few more in this one than I would say in his others, especially when you can, yeah. you know compare movies like Forty Year Old Virgin to something right. like King of Staten Island. But yeah, I think that that's definitely kind of a fair argument and thing to ask because there there are moments in this where it was definitely more serious, more dark, more realistic, kind of more mm-hmm. if you want to use the word gritty. You, you know, I even I think like off the top of my head, a lot his friends in the movie are all idiots, but mm-hmm. at a point in time throughout the movie they try to go out and they commit crimes and some things happen throughout their attempted doing that that i went oh shit this is getting a little bit more serious than i felt when i was watching this is 40 you know what i mean right so right. one thing judd apatow and i'm not obviously judd apatow has had a way more successful career than i have i have had or will ever have uh but one thing i think that a lot of people feel with his movies he makes really long comedies in mm. my opinion comedy is great when it's 90 to 100 minutes long, hour 30, hour 40, get the jokes in, get them out, have a nice touching moment once or twice throughout the flick, boom, that's it. Mm-hmm. A lot of his movies sometimes will be anywhere from two hours to two hours and 20 minutes. Well, that's just a long time for comedy. It's a I long mean, com- time. Comedy is quick, quick, quick. And not that I need his movies to be like a farce where people are running into doors right. and it's you know the same jokes over and over and over again. But it just at times, I feel like there's always a certain point throughout his movies where I watch and I go, man, this is kind of dragging. And it happened with King of Staten Island, too. I rented it, and mm-hmm. 
at a point in time, I went up to go use the restroom, and I was like, there's probably like, I don't know, 20 minutes left in this movie. And when I clicked the pause button, the menu popped up. There were still like 50 minutes left, and I was like, holy shit. I thought, like, I thought for sure I was nearing the end, and I still had almost an hour to go. And it's not, I wasn't, not that I wasn't enjoying it. I just, uh-huh. you know, when you watch movies, certain movies, you can kind of be like, okay, I think we're probably wrapping up here pretty soon. And in this case, I was like, oh, this is probably coming to a close here. And I was like, damn, another 50 minutes of this? Holy hell. So, uh, again, I, I enjoyed it. That's really my one critique I would give on it. But I think overall, I'd go pretty high and give it like an 8 or a 9 out of nice. 10 out of movies I've seen this year. I'm looking at my list right now, Shawnee. Mm-hmm. You've been on the shows where we talk about how many movies we see a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think last year I did 45. The year before that is when Anthony and I did that crazy competition of who could see more movies. Yeah. It was like in the 70s. He was in the 80s or 90s, I think. This year... I'm at 15 movies. <laughs> uh, oh, it's just, well, 2020, you know. There's, yeah, 2020. There's not been much, and also I nothing's come been... out. Yeah. And so, like, you know, I I can't blame you for that. Like, and like, anything that was supposed to come out that I was excited for has probably now been pushed back to 2021 at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it just it is it is what it is. It's just kind of been a, a weird a weird year. But I did see movies like The Batman recently mm-hmm. just started back up production. They started up production a couple weeks ago. Then Robert Pattinson tested positive for coronavirus, so they had to shut back down production again. But now they are back up and running. He's COVID-free, and hopefully going to have a pretty sick Batman movie on their hands next year. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 actually getting really excited uh, for those films, and I kind of hope because I don't know maybe it's just like the the different takes on these universes that I've seen over and over again. Um, I think The Dark Knight did that. And I'm hoping this also does the same thing of just kind of changing your perspective on the story. Yeah. Um, another, another. Uh, speaking of like perspectives of stories, um, I saw a clip of the new like Sherlock Holmes movie. Um, okay. That is not called Sherlock Holmes. It's yeah, called I, they sh- they Enola trailer, Holmes. Yeah, they showed a trailer for that today during the game. Yeah, and it, I had not seen a trailer yet, and like I got really excited. Because he's got Millie Bobby Brown and Henry Cavill. I thought that along was Henry Cavill. Along with Helena Bonham yeah. Carter. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And that yeah. makes me excited because those are those are three actors that have like I mean, Helena Bonham Carter, everybody should know who that is. Like yeah. she's had her time and like mm-hmm. she's she's a great actress. And then Henry Cavill's kinda come along with like The Witcher and Superman and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And Millie Bobby Brown um has had Stranger all of her things. stuff from Stranger Things and like, well, I guess we can say Godzilla was a film. <laughs> did you see that? You but, didn't see that new Godzilla, did you? No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I won't. I won't. I didn't, see, I didn't see it either. I won't. But <laughs> I, um, I refuse. I I won't. I won't do that. But yeah, that got me. That got me really interested because we always hear about Sherlock Holmes, blah blah mm-hmm. blah, but we don't hear about like his family or how he how became old. the way he was or how yeah. he affected his family members and. Well, I'm looking at it right now, just movies coming out throughout the remainder of this year in terms of, like, big movies. Obviously, there'll mm-hmm. probably be some smaller ones that'll either, you know, spurt into theaters or will wind up on Netflix, Amazon Prime, Apple, whatever it might be. There's not a lot. There yeah. is not, like, big blockbuster movies that are at least right now haven't been delayed. Right. There's not much. Black Widow comes out November 6th, but even I think I heard that that's going to probably get pushed back. Uh, no Time to Die, which is the new James Bond movie, mm-hmm. November 20th. 
Dune comes out December 18th. So that's I think that's a remake of Evil Dead Dr. J. Yeah, this is I just I in terms of big blockbusters for the rest of the year, mm-hmm. I'm not going to hold my breath. I think what you'll see is hopefully some really good things that wind up on streaming that either would have gotten pushed to theaters for like the Oscars, but they obviously aren't doing it for financially reasons, so they want to push it to Netflix. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just been a rough year. It's been a rough year movie-wise. No, yeah, it has no, been. there won't be a great uh, year in review movie episode at the end of this year for for our show. I can tell you that. I mean, if you and Anthony do the contest again, the winner might only have watched like twenty-eight movies. Yeah, yeah, honestly, at <laughs> so. this point, at this point, it might be so. Well, look, I think that is a good little place to end this episode. I know it's a little bit shorter this week, but I feel like we got all our points across and our thoughts yeah. that we wanted to say spewed out. So. Hey, good for us. So, hey, good uh, for us. Good for us. Good, good for, for us. you. Good yeah, for thank, you, man. Uh, hey, hey, you know what? Thank what? you. Thank you. I, I worked really hard r- right for the last 30 minutes. Okay, good. Good, good, good. I'm proud of you. I'm proud thank of you. you. Thank you. Thank ma- you. You're making me proud, and you're making our lovely listeners proud. And speaking of our lovely listeners, they can always, Sean, always, always, always mm-hmm. check out our show on Apple, Spotify, or Anchor, or pretty much all major podcasting platforms. They yeah. can also like this show, Sean. Get this. They yeah. can like the show on yeah. Facebook. Did you know that? They could like the show on Facebook, and they can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram. And if they really, really want to, you know, send us some questions, some mm-hmm. comments, some mm-hmm. concerns, mm-hmm. some suggestions, mm-hmm. some ideas for their mm-hmm. favorite Liam Neeson movies that we can talk about, they can email us all that at the Unemployed Guys Podcast at gmail.com. Wow. That might might possibly be the most empty email of all time. <laughs> It might be. Not possibly. It, that is that is a fact. It would be the it most empty be. email of all time. But you know what? We don't care because we love our fans and we love our listeners and we love we love the world. We love the world. We love the children. Wasn't that the song from back in the day? No, that yep. was We Are the World. Nope. 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 That was it. Was it We Love the World? Nope. But. What is it? Help me out here. Help me out. You're older. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. We run the world. Girls. <laughs> we run. We run, run the world. Girls. Who runs the world? Girls. Girls. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's the show. Thank you all so much then for listening. It was a great show. Bears win 2-0. Hopefully they can figure it out next week against the Falcons. Hopefully it all clicks. We'll have to figure it out. But until next time, my name is Luke Chicano. My name is Sean Young. Thank you all so, so much for listening to this episode of the Unemployed Guys Podcast. Have a great week, everybody. And, Sean, what should these crazy cool cat and kittens do? That's a Carol Baskins reference. What should they do? Don't kill your husbands. And, and get a job.